Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the all-new My Mickey podcast. This podcast will give you the latest and greatest in your favorite travel destinations and show you why now is the time to entrust the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel to book your next magical vacation. We're so glad you're here. My name is Cameron Matthews, and I am thrilled to be your travel host. I'm a professional actor, MC, and now podcast personality, as well as a former longtime Disney cast member, now turned entrepreneur, and I am dedicated to keeping the entertainment and travel industries alive with all of you. Now, on this show, we will be featuring travel experts, vacation enthusiasts, and who knows, maybe even you. Our goal is to keep our travel conversations fun, energized, and informative, with the hope that you will follow along as the new My Mickey podcast continues to grow. Now, there are many ways for you to connect with us at My Mickey Podcast. Hitting subscribe at wherever you like to get your podcast, be it Apple or at Google Podcast, as well as for those of you that are watching the live version of this show right now on Facebook Live and on YouTube, feel free to hit that thumbs up icon or subscribe on the bottom so you can stay connected with My Mickey Podcast and know when we are coming to you live. Now, I can't do this alone. I promised you travel experts, and the two travel experts we have on the show today definitely know the ins and outs of designing the best vacation for you and your family, especially if you are eyeing a magical Disney destination. I'm excited to welcome the co-owners of My Mickey Vacation Travel, Jeff and Karen Stoner. Hi, hey, everybody. Hey, you hey. guys. It's episode one of the, the relaunch. How are you feeling? We're very excited. Very happy. Very, very excited. Oh I'm happy my to gosh. have you on board. Oh, I'm yes. so excited to be on board with you guys. This is gonna be this is gonna be a fun experience for all of us. And uh, for those that may be just uh, discovering the My Mickey podcast for the first time and My Mickey Vacation Travel, uh, they heard me say at the very beginning, dream designers and vacations. Tell us what My Mickey Vacation Travel is all about. Go ahead, Go ahead dear. Okay. So my Mickey. For those vacation. of you that don't know, Jeff and Karen are married. Yes. And yeah. look how look how kind they already are. Go ahead, dear. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my Mickey Vacation Travel came out of obviously our love for Disney. Yeah. Uh, Karen and I, we you know during our actually during our first date ever, we really experienced our mutual love for Disney, and it was magical pixie dust from there. And so, so you're at on, dinner, you looked into each other's eyes and said, my gosh, you're beautiful. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And let's start a travel agency. Yes, kind of like that. <laughs> that's kind of what it was like. Uh, okay, well, it took us a year to get there. So oh, our, that's our impressive. First anniversary was when we started the agency. So, uh, yeah, so it was it was fun. We we built the agency and uh, we've got this imag this incredible team uh, surrounding us. Uh, we've got about 110, 115 dream designers that work yeah. with us. I'm going to stop you right there. Dream sure. designers. Now, you guys penned that term, right? You we created do. that. So you don't call your travel agents travel agents. You call them dream designers. What's the difference? The difference okay. is this. The difference is, is that every vacation begins with a dream. Yep. And what we do is we talk to our guests and we discover what those dreams are. And then we craft the perfect vacation. We design that vacation so that that family's dreams will come true. 
Oh my goodness, that's that, that's great. And something to uh, bring up to those who might be discovering this for the first time is that as dream designers, the two of you and the owners of it, uh, they may be thinking that you know to book a vacation with you guys costs extra because they have to pay you to do that. Is that true? Nope. Nope. Just to, <laughs> to book your vacation with us, it's the exact same cost as if you went and did it online, except that you get the expertise of wonderful dream designers like my bride and, and the other uh, folks on our team. I love that. You know, so so if you're wondering, Daryl, Jeff and Karen and I, we're not cast members, but I like to think of us as podcast members. Do you like that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna that. pin that. I'm gonna pin that. Podcast <laughs> members. That's what we are. That's what we're gonna be <laughs> considering ourselves. That works. that works. So our plan is to come with you guys every so often with the latest and greatest that's happening of all the destinations you guys offer, uh, because you guys really focus on Disney vacations, but you don't do only the Disney, correct? Correct. Yeah, we do Universal Studios and other all-inclusive destinations, but you know our heart is always started with the mouse, so that's kind of where we like to hang out. But we do well, other destinations as well. Well, that's great, and I hope to give you guys some insight from decades of working from the mouse as well. And I think we're going to have some great conversation here. So why don't we kick off? I don't know about you, but my mouth is watering about all the things we're going to talk about today. And you might think that's a strange segue. Well, not really, because we're talking about the current dining options at Walt Disney World in its February, first week of February 2021. So let's talk about all of the new updates, the latest that's happening, especially amongst the pandemic right now, and why it's still a great time to visit Walt Disney World. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, Disney has, um, I guess, needed to do was coming out of the, the temporary closure that the parks went through and, and reopening is they've actually, um, at this point, have um, ceased the Disney dining plan. And so a lot of folks are now thinking, well, well how do I eat? Where do I eat? And the truth oh, is. You still can eat. You still, still can eat. Oh yeah, the restaurants still are still open. Restaurants open. are open. That's because there's no dining plan. They still have quick service, you know, table service, of character meals. So they still do have dining options available. You don't have to leave the park and head out to I four to find something to eat. So plenty That's of options. That's good. That's good. But it is. Uh, there are some limits, right? Not everything is open currently. Uh, and that's what we're going to discuss today. So why don't we start off with uh, table service, table service restaurants at Walt Disney World. What can you guys share about that and the latest that's happening? Go ahead, dear. Well, so one of the main things that has changed with um, table service meals is one, when you arrive, there is online check-in. So you have your reservation, you do your um, online check-in via the, the app. The um, My Disney Experience? Yeah, the My Disney Experience app. Great. Um, so you check yourself in, you have your reservation. Um, dining is very safe now. They have the tables and everything spaced apart. The servers are wearing masks. All the protocols are being taken um, care of and very serious about that. Um, one of the main things that I find that's different are the restaurants that were um, a buffet. Some uh -huh. of them are still open, but they aren't doing buffet. So one example. Are they keeping the all-you-can-eat aspect? So it's yeah. they bring the food to you a la Spring Canyon Cafe where they would bring all the food to you? Yes, they, they bring it to you. So at you know the beer garden, which was a buffet, they bring you all the food. 
which is I don't know about wonderful. you. I'm lazy when I eat. So I, if they can just bring it to me over and over again, that that's great. That's how I kind of think about that. And of, it's, and of course, it's continuing the relaxing <laughs> vacation experience, even when you have to feed yourself. You yeah. Know? And they bring it to you, you know, in courses, you know, they bring you, you know, the salad course first and they bring you the meat course yeah. and the desserts and do you want any more of whatever? And, you know, the tables are all um, separated. So you're not sitting, you know, close to anyone. So you have your own intimate setting. Um so everything is just done really, really nice, um, very safe. And I actually think the food is a lot better too, being that they aren't on a buffet atmosphere. Some of the menus are a little bit different and higher quality food. For those of you that are watching us live on Facebook and on YouTube, we've got some pictures up here. This looks like, is this Hollywood and Vine? It, it is. And yep. this is the, the main room of Hollywood and Vine. So they have all the tables kind of cleared out of that center area, that big room. Yes. And when the characters come out, they'll actually parade in that area. So they'll stay uh, socially distanced away from the guests. And um, so they but they clear the tables away and you can actually even see. I know for our folks who are listening on the podcast, you may not uh, be able to see this, but you can see there's even a. a plexiglass partitions between tables That's so great. where they can't keep them six feet they'll at least have a partition there to protect each each of the guests from each other now let me ask both of you because you both uh visit the resort quite often to stay up to date on everything when it comes to table service dining is there any difference with the check-in process uh from parks versus at the resorts or does it all run pretty much the same for a table service, it's pretty much the same. Um, you always have to go to the app to check in. Um, outside each restaurant, they'll have a QR code where you just open up the camera on your phone and um, you know, and it'll pop up that you can check in and you follow the prompts to do that. Um, at the resorts, before you enter the restaurant, they will take your temperature um, before you go into that restaurant at the resorts. Um, temperatures gotcha. are taken at the parks. So they do that the one time before you enter the park. But again, at the resort, it's a little bit different. And they take your temperature there. That's good. So no one's missing out on that if you're at the park or in a resort. It's still gonna that's still gonna yep. happen yep. so you feel safer. That's great. Now, Jeff, you mentioned a little earlier when we were looking at the photo from Hollywood and Vine, uh, mm -hmm. that they leave this uh nice open area for the characters, which I think is a great opportunity for us to now start talking about character dining. Uh always something I did as a kid growing up, going to Walt Disney World. And I know a lot of folks with uh, young ones, they still want to have that character dining experience. And there still is that opportunity right now, right? Yeah, characters are um, definitely back out in, in most of the restaurants. Uh, not all of them are open, uh, or at least if they're open, they don't necessarily have characters. Crystal Palace, for example, is uh, reopened, but they don't have the Winnie the Pooh characters there. Gotcha. But Chef Mickey's is back, um, Garden Grill is back. Um, Hollywood and Vine we talked about. So what's nice is, um, you know, you the characters are in that space uh, that's open um, and the kids can wave to them. Uh, you know, they you, parents can, what we like to think of is maybe position the kids on the inside so that the parents can get a picture of their child with the character behind them. Oh, that's a great uh, idea. Uh, so it's all about seating placement. Uh, and of course, you know, you can always do a selfie with the characters. They, they love doing selfies. Oh, uh, so, look at Karen with Pluto. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so the characters are, are great. Um, Garden Grill is a fun one because if, if you think of Garden Grill, it's a circular restaurant over in the land pavilion. Uh, 
yeah. there's two there's two layers. And so the top layer is actually closed to guests. The bottom the bottom circle is 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 opened for the guests. And oh. so you're sitting there having your dinner. The characters are actually up on the upper level. So they'll come and meet you from that upper level, hang out, take pictures, say hi, do selfies, the whole thing. Oh, that's that's great. That's a I'm I'm glad they were able to come up with a, a safe option for Garden Grill. That that's that's really cool. I love it. I love it. And I think that on pretty much most of the ones we've gone to, we've gone to all the different character meals. The characters do their best to interact as you're sitting there. When they see kids sitting there and they've got their Minnie Mouse ears on and their shirts, the characters are doing the best they can interacting from, you know, a good 10 feet away and having those little conversations. And the kids are excited and they don't know that, you know, back in the day, back in 2019, you could hug them and get a, right. you know, an autograph and all that. So the kids don't know they're missing that all they are excited about is that they see Mickey, they see Minnie, they see their favorite characters. Um, Cinderella's Royal Table is open. That's the only restaurant right now that has the princesses actually at um, at a at a dining experience. Normally, um, all the princesses would be at that. Um, now it is just Cinderella, and it's only for lunch. But she does walk around here, as you can see in this picture, and she's out for quite a few minutes. She walks up and down that little back way kind of behind the tables there, and she'll stand for quite a while on each little section, and she'll pose for photos, and she'll talk to the kids and blow kisses and wish happy birthday and, and all that stuff. So she does interact quite a lot. Um, so they do still have that princess experience there in the castle. We were excited to have that come back. That's great. How many character dining option restaurants are there right now? If we get a rough count. There's about five. There's about five right now. Which one's yeah. your favorite, Karen? Which one's your favorite out of the current character dining experiences and why? Oh, I don't know if I can pick one. I really, I <laughs> you can. I really, really like, um, Hollywood and Vine. I really like how that is. I love the characters that are there. Um, I like the theming of the holidays and different seasons. They change their outfits, which I think is cute. And they do a little dance. So they kind of walk around, do photos and stuff. And then that big open area where Jeff showed that picture before ends up being like a little dance floor. So they end up doing a dance, quite a long dance, actually, <laughs> kind of up and down there. Um, it's Dancing it's, with the Stars, Hollywood and it Vine. It is. Yeah. So I really kind of <laughs> like how they, how they did that. That's great. How about you, Jeff? So for me, it's a tie. Uh, my, from a character standpoint, it is Topolino's. Yeah. Uh, for breakfast. Um, oh yeah, I've got that. Remember? Oh my gosh. Why? So, is, why? Why are you saying for breakfast specifically? Because that's when the characters are there. That's um, the only time they're there. <laughs> the only time they're there. Um, yeah. And the, the first all, the breakfast, the breakfast food is amazing. Uh, the characters come out and they're set. The, the restaurant is themed as a um, um, Parisian uh, type setting. So Mickey and Minnie, and they're all like, I think uh, Daisy is like a, it's your ballerina and Mickey's like a painter. And, you know, so they come out in those costumes. So from a, from a cuteness standpoint, uh, that's my favorite from a food standpoint and experience with the characters again, seasonally, I love Hollywood and Vine. Mm -hmm. um, Hollywood Vine, I love because of the food, especially this thing, which is oh, that. That's the new dessert. That's one of the new desserts. That's the deconstructed s'more. That's a it's, s'mores. It's a s'more with, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this food there it's is so unbelievable. 
Um, if you want to see s'more from this podcast, get on Facebook and YouTube and watch the live of this right now, everybody. That's incredible. It's unbelievable. Um, so I'm I'm so in love with the 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 fact that we are have steered away from these buffets because it's really given the chefs the opportunity to show their talent. Yeah, and, and, they, and they are. You know, um, here's here's a great comment from Michelle. She popped on her Facebook feed. I prefer the experience now over a buffet. My husband doesn't do buffets, so it has made it so much easier on my family. That's a great. Uh, that's a great point. You know, you know, just kind of thinking of before all of this and all the things that can happen with buffet. Now it's actually far cleaner experience. Not saying it was gross by any means, but it, it's right. just a more sanitary experience. And now you can focus more on the entertainment that's mm -hmm. happening, the mm -hmm. experiences that it is while enjoying the food and not letting the buffet experience be the biggest part of the whole day. Yeah. And, and, the two and what's things that I like about I'm sorry, Jeff. No, no, go ahead. So the two things that I really liked that I hope that they keep um, with the buff with not having the actual buffet yeah. is one, you always have that fear of, I'm going to run up to get something and I'm going to miss Mickey Mouse as he comes by, you know, trying to time everything. But the other main thing is when you've got a family with little ones, having to bring them all up there yeah. to see what they want to have. And you're trying to get all three kids and who wants mac and cheese and who wants whatever. All the food comes to you. So you can just relax after running around the parks all day and enjoy your meal and not have to be getting up and around and missing and all that stuff. So I really Absolutely. like it. Absolutely. It's, you know, I, we talk about vacations all the time, the three of us. And what I think folks end up forgetting to do on a vacation is to vacation and relax, enjoy yourselves. Don't stress the entire time, right? Let the experience come to you, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, that is a great thing out of the changes we've now seen uh, in the past year at Disney Dining. That's great. I yep, love that. No, I love it. Is ch chiming in here going, yes, this is so much easier. <laughs> I know, right? This, this is yeah. a great one from Andrea. It looks like I'm going to deconstruct my diet with that deconstructed s'more. Oh, yes. my gosh. <laughs> yes, Andrea. That, good for you. And I love that your last name is Mayo. I just, as we're talking about <laughs> dining, yes. Oh, that is great. <laughs> Well, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add for character dining or do you want to move on? I think that is it. Although I do want to say one little thing. It's not really technically a character dining, but Be Our Guest is still available for lunch and dinner. And back in the day, Be Our Guest, the Beast was there for dinner for photos. He would kind of do a walkthrough. Is he there now or not currently? He's there for lunch now and dinner. Ooh. So both meals. So that is huge. Um, it used to be considered a quick service for breakfast and lunch before and a table service for dinner. It is table service for lunch and dinner. So you have that same experience, yeah. the prefix menu and all that. And the beast is there. He does not stop for pictures, but he does walk through. So it's really cool. So if you feel like you can't get the dinner reservation and before that was always so coveted, you have two options to get that for the exact same menu, same um same experience and seeing the beast. So I think that's one note to mention because it really is. I, I think that's a great thing to mention. And coming from being in entertainment for many years for Disney, uh, I always thought folks missed out on a lot of great moments because they were so stressed of having to go get that picture, go get that autograph with their favorite character. Now at the moment that you're not allowed to do that, it's nice just to be able to 
wow, there they are. And look what they're doing. And it's, mm-hmm. I personally think it's just far more memorable than a rushed experience of trying to get that picture and that autograph. Now you're just living in their world. You're in the beast's castle, yes. right? Yes. You know, you're with Cinderella in her castle, right? Yeah. Yep. And it, it just adds to that, all that immersion that is, you know, so prevalent these days. So uh, I'm on board. I think that's just great. And I know we got more comments that have been appearing here going, yes, I love the new, the new changes. Mm-hmm. Good. Now, Karen, you just uh, had mentioned quick service. So why don't we move on now into the quick service realm of D- D- Disney dining? Hey, hey yep. Karen, before we do that, can I bring up one other last thing? You're, we, you're we, a co-owner of my Mickey Vacation <laughs> Travel. Yes, you can. I, I only wanted to bring this up because we, we kind of touched on some of the safety things earlier. And I think one of the things that's really important is that they are now um, offering their menus to you on a via QR codes. So they'll put these out, outside the restaurant. They'll put them on your table for you um, so that you can – uh, and it's really easy. You 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 know, take your phone, you open your camera, and you hold the camera over the QR code. You don't need a special app. You don't need anything. You just hold that phone, and then um, a little bar will show up. You just click it, opens up the browser to the menu of that restaurant, and so everybody can look at the menu at the same time, and it's all right there, and, and you don't have everybody touching the same menu. Touching menus. I agree. It's and, and, contact-free. And if, yeah, and mm-hmm. if there is a rare situation where they put a menu in front of you, like say a wine list or something like that, sure. it's always on paper so that they just toss it up and throw it away. So throw that it's single use. That that's a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. Sure. Uh, but yeah, let's. Why don't we move into quick service now? Because that is, if you're going to the parks, that's usually your main source of food, right? Is the quick service experience. And mm-hmm. I've been, you know, on the blogs and reading, and you guys can confirm. For quick service these days, the only option right now is mobile ordering. Is that correct? That's what I've been understanding? Correct. Yes. Yep. So all of uh, any quick service that is open, you will do through the My Disney Experience app, correct? That is correct. But I do want to mention, as a side note, um, they do require to do that. But in some instances, if you there's an issue with your app or something going on, you can go inside. Um the restaurant to go ahead and order there. Oh, and good. I say that, yeah, because because actually, <laughs> my parents are probably watching the um, this podcast, but um, they were here oh. last week, <laughs> and they sometimes would have an issue of uh, not being able to open up the app and or recognizing your face to open up everything. So they did have to go inside, and they were able to place an order with an actual cast member inside. So there are situations that if your phone's not working or something happens um, that you can still do that. But everything else, for the most part, you do order on your app. Um, You can order before you get to the actual restaurant. So um, have it together. They'll give you a return time. Once you get closer to where you're going to be, you just click that you're here now, and then they'll text you when your uh, food is ready. So there's no going inside, none of that. You know, clouding around the cashiers and ordering and all that. So it's and waiting. You know, I, I'm so glad you brought this up because I mean, mobile ordering actually existed before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and my wife and I we loved it. Anytime we could do that, you know, it gives you more time to enjoy the park. It gives you more time just to be with your family and find more experiences and not wait in line, pay for your food, wait for it to come out, and then eat it. We would go on an attraction, order while we're in line for the attraction that we knew we'd be done in 15 minutes or so, 
And while we were on the attraction, we'd hit, we're ready, especially if it was just across the street and we yeah. get off the ride and it's ready for us. So there's just little waiting, gives you more time and it's just a smoother, stress-free experience in my book. And 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 I, and I think Karen touched on it a little bit there. One of the things that's nice about it is, is you, you know, go on the app and you say you're here. You have to wait outside the restaurant until your order is actually ready before you can go in. And That's so great. that whole entrance area is empty, you know, where there used to be all these lines of people and cash, you know, where the, where the uh, registers were. Um, you don't have to worry about any of that. You just, they even tell you which window to go to, to pick up your food. So it'll say, you know, pick up your food at window five, you go to window five, it's there, it's ready. Yeah. And the other thing with that is, is that there's no saving seats. So you can't, you don't have that a whole restaurant huge. filled with tables of nobody with, oh, with right. sitting with no food. Yeah. So that's you very know, I, helpful. I've not experienced it personally, but you guys have. It sounds like it's just a far less stressful experience to get your quick service lunch or dinner. It, it really not, is. You know, you're just waiting, wait until it's your turn and you go in and it's not crowded and go sit down and relax. I. This is one of those things that's on kind of on my checklist of things that I hope they don't revert back to after, you know, lesson learned a uh, really cool thing that may have came that may, something positive that came out of the pandemic. Absolutely. Um, this would be one of those things, I think, in my opinion. You can now, even order your Dole Whip on the app. What was that? Say that one more time. You can even order your Dole Whip. At the, at you got, you got to order your Dole Whip. You can do that on a, on the separate thing. You can do it right on there. You don't have to okay, wait on that one now. line. Dole Whip or Dole Float? Say it on three. One, two, three. Float. Dole Whip. Neither. Oh. I'm not really a fan of it. <gasps> wow, we're all different. I didn't see that at all. Oh, my gosh. If, but I now, like, if, the, like the coconut I'm all one about the pineapple juice. I, I, I am. So I'm all about the float. So that's what I'm not all about, which is funny. Um, now, take me over to Sunshine Seasons and yep. the, the floats they have over there with the Fanta. Oh, I'm all over that. Oh, Fanta, Fanta. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good. Now, uh, I know some folks have, are having concerns, you know, because not everything is open quick service wise in the parks. Right. But from what I'm understanding now is that they are moving some of the menu items from maybe a location that you loved and they're serving it in a different location temporarily. Is that right? Especially at the Magic Kingdom from what I'm seeing? Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, so our favorite uh, menu items from Columbia Harbor House have all been moved over to Tomorrowland Terrace. Because so, Columbia Harbor House is not open currently. Columbia Harbor House is not open. Um, I think really that's primarily a physical distancing issue. They're also they're also using it as a queue line for Peter Pan. And so when Peter Pan gets a little long, they funnel him through the restaurant. Um but yeah, all your favorites, uh, your fish and chips and your lobster rolls and all that fun stuff are over at uh, Tomorrowland Terrace. And even if you're looking for that. Can you order all of those menu items in addition to the regular Tomorrowland Terrace? It's not the regular Tomorrowland Terrace menu. It's I think it's just the Columbia Harbor House menu that's moved over. That's good to know. So if you were used to going to Tomorrowland Terrace to get, you know, popcorn or just a quick snack, it's actually Columbia Harbor House light at the moment. Basically, yes. I was the way I, I would say that. Mm -hmm. And and they're doing the same thing with uh, Casey's. Uh, if you want to get that, you know, big old chili dog. Yeah. Long, um, obviously, Casey's isn't open right now. So they're sending you over to Cosmic Rays. And so you can go over there and get that big Which old Which is a far dog. more open experience over right. there where exactly. Casey's can be very congested. And right. uh, 
Yeah, there we go. So they're moving the sauerkraut smell from Main Street to Tomorrowland. It sounds like. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I think that's great. That was unexpected. That was something new as we were going over our notes for today's podcast. I thought, mm -hmm. well, that's that. That's really cool. So for the actual physical places that they cannot at this time serve there, they can at least move the the food options to somewhere else. That's uh, right that goes towards social distancing. That's great. That's great. And for everybody who loves them, I'm not a big fan, but everybody who loves them, the turkey legs are still there. And the turkey legs are still there. That's big. Mm -hmm. It is big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what about quick service at the resorts? Is it pretty much running the same way? Is it all through the app or do you wait in line at the resorts for quick service? It's through the app as well. It's through the app as well. And they um, serve you. They give you a number. You go up to the number. And all of your food is going to be in a big brown paper bag that has been sealed. So like so, mom is making your lunch for the day and it's all yes. backed up for you? <laughs> yeah, you get your brown bag lunch. Uh, so you're, they're doing that now. Your brown bag of wine. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. It's true. And they are still doing the refillable mugs there. We get that question a lot. How are um, they, they doing are, the refill, refillable mugs? They actually have where you would go up to the, um, the drink kiosk thing where you go and normally get your mugs. Um, they have tables set up so nobody can go over there and actually touch anything. And they have a cast member there. And she will give you your drink in a paper cup and then pour it. You can pour it into your refillable mug. Again, um, so there's just less touching of, yeah. of stuff. That's, that's nobody's great. Nobody's touching the coffee stuff. Nobody's touching the sodas. They have a cast member doing all that. Um, even everything, even if you just want to order a Mickey bar um, to take up to your room or a cupcake, that's all done through the app. And then you go down there and they give it to you. Here's a question that uh, it's not on our notes, but I just thought of it and thought I'd pass it your way. What if um, someone has a discount, a discount? Can you apply that discount on the app for quick service? You know, if you I have like a, if an annual pass holder discount, if they even have that, that may not even exist. I'm just asking you guys as the experts. Back in the day on certain things, it would automatically, but they haven't seen the discount on there show up. Because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, back in the day, there were some things that would take into consideration the annual pass on there. Sure. I don't know if they just have changed and they aren't doing it at all any longer. Right. But, yeah, but you can still use at table services. Um, you can still use if you have an annual pass, if you still have a tables in Wonderland, that kind of thing. They are still using that. And the Disney Visa. So they are taking discounts for that, too. That's great. Well, I think we've covered a lot of great stuff, you know, uh, with the dining that's currently at Walt Disney World here in February, from table service dining to character dining to quick service. Are there any last things you guys like to add before I ask you what your favorite current dining experience is at Walt Disney World? Anything you want to add? I think one thing I want to add is to kind of keep in mind, and this actually leads into my favorite, but I think one thing to keep in mind is that there are still some of those fine dining experiences available. Um, you know, we were, we visited Narcoosie's the night it reopened. Um, and it was still a fantastic dining experience and they very easily, uh, in there can move, um, tables around to keep everything distanced. Uh, That's so great. And for those of you that don't know, Narcoosie's is the restaurant on the water at Disney's Grand Floridian Grand Resort. Floridian. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I, I did want to make, make sure we mentioned that, that it's not just, you know, the character dining or your quick services. There are some of the really higher, nice higher end restaurants that are available. Yeah, California Girl is one we've eaten there since mm -hmm. they've opened. They're open. The Brown Derby is open. Um, so they do have some great. I love the Brown Derby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brown Derby and I go way back. <laughs> so they wow. are still open. 
not as magical as it was before, but it's still there. <laughs> we're getting there. We're yeah. getting there, right? Getting there. So here I'm going to, as we start wrapping things up, and maybe if anyone's commenting on Facebook Live or on YouTube Live with us, go ahead and share out what is your favorite dining experience? What is maybe a lesser known tip or experience that you'd want to share to your clients or your dream designers that maybe they're not thinking of that's just a little bit more to the magic of your trip? I think requesting a certain seat for a certain view or something like that. I know when um, Jeff and I went a couple of weeks ago, actually went to um, Rose and Crown. Um, yes. And we got and a table still right open, along correct? the water. Yeah, it is open over in Epcot. Um, and we sat right along the water. I mean, granted, even though there was no you know illuminations or anything like that, but it was so nice after a day running around the park just to sit out and have a nice meal. The weather was beautiful. Uh, it was a really nice, uh, really nice night to do that. It, speaking of weather, if, if for those of you that maybe have never been to Central Florida before, this right now is a great time to visit. The weather, there's no humidity. It's beautiful out. It actually gets a bit chilly here at night, you know? <laughs> so you could wear some pants. You could wear some shorts depending on the day. But it's far more comfortable to be outside. There's no mosquitoes right now. It's, yes, it's a great beautiful. time to go sit out at the Rosen Crown, you know, at Epcot. It, that's, that's a great evening. How about you, Jeff? So my tip is actually something to avoid. And Love that it. is we have uh, visited uh, many times since it reopened um, Liberty Tree Tavern over oh. at Magic Kingdom. Don't you just oh, is love that? that? Open still? It is. Yes. Yes. Thanksgiving every day, right? It's um, Folks, if you have never been to Liberty Tree, it is Thanksgiving every day. It is the best turkey. Take it from my wife and I who have done many a Thanksgiving at a Walt Disney World restaurant because we don't want to do dishes. Uh, <laughs> Liberty Tree Thanksgiving is incredible. And their pot roast is unbelievable, else, folks. It's well, Continue. The nice part about Liberty Tree is they didn't really have to make any adjustments for COVID other than seating because they always served it family style. So that's actually really nice. Um, but here's the, here's the thing I would suggest you avoiding. If you're looking for that ambiance and that experience, the Liberty Tree Tavern will use the Diamond Horseshoe as an overflow seating. Oh, when good you, to know. Yep. When you are, we, my, um, our son and I went one day and we ended up over there. I'm going to tell you that the chair seats are very small. It's very echoey and very loud. So if you're looking for that Liberty Tree, turn of the turn of the revolutionary type atmosphere, it's not. It's it's turkey dinner in a in a saloon. So okay. just kind of watch for that and and don't hesitate to ask your host to be seated in in the um, in the main restaurant. Mm -hmm. That's a great tip. That's a great tip. Mm -hmm. For me, one of my favorite dining experiences. Uh, and this is something you can do now and even in regular times. <laughs> I love this. Uh, we've got some down here that says, I need that comfort food at Liberty Tree, right? Mm -hmm. We all could do some <laughs> comfort food right now. We really could. And another thing that I find comforting, bread. Stick with me right yeah. here. Yeah. I am a, have you ever done the bread service tour of Walt Disney World? It doesn't, it's not an official tour. It's something I've created. I was going to say, I have not done that. <laughs> bread tour of Walt Disney World. Now, this is something you could actually do at some of the restaurants because they're open currently. I love to go to restaurant lounges. 
not the restaurants per se, the restaurant lounges, okay? Some of my favorites are the Nomad's Lounge at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is the lounge that's connected to the Tiffin's Restaurant by Pandora, mm -hmm. where you can get some restaurant selections of food from Tiffin's in there, but you can get their bread service. It's awesome. Another one is at Sanaa at Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, Lodge over there. That Sanaa bread service is famous if you've never had it. And you can get that just at the bar there, get a couple drinks, get that, get that bread service with, I believe it's like 12 different sauces from mild to spicy. It's incredible. Sanaa is also a great experience. Yes, Disney mm -hmm. on the brain. You're right there with me. And in regular times, another great place to actually get some fantastic bread service, believe it or not, my favorite is... The Cruise Cup Lounge, which is at Disney's Yacht Club. It's the lounge that's connected to Yachtsman. And if you've never been to Yachtsman, one thing that they're famous for is their bread service, where they take a whole head of garlic, cut it in half, cook it under the broiler, and you spread the garlic like butter on those onion rolls. Oh, my gosh, onion rolls for days. But you can get that at Cruise Cup as well, which is right next door. And it's just a great atmosphere. So try the bread service tour, and there's many others, but it's a lesser known thing uh, when you're traveling. Uh, you know, you probably think of the big restaurants. I got to do a character dining experience. I need sure. to do a fine dining experience. But remember that you're on vacation. Take time to relax, and you can have a nice dinner without having to make a reservation. You can just show up, yep. show up, and if you most likely won't wait very long, and you can have bread service, some snacks and some small entrees. And it's a great evening and it didn't take any waiting time and it doesn't take much prep. You just go on the fly. That's what I would recommend. What a well, great idea. What we're going to do tomorrow night, honey. We're going to go. service tour. <laughs> we're going to eat all the bread and have all the cocktails at all the, all the different lounges. That's right. You're on vacation. We're not counting cards. No, you worry about that the following week. Well, yes. I, I think once once this pandemic thing goes away, we can we can sign up for the Cameron Ed, Cameron Matthews um, bread tour bread tour resort <laughs> restaurant tour service. Yeah, yeah, I've got a I've got a bread tour. I've got a monorail pub crawl we could talk about, <laughs> and uh, a new Skyliner pub pub crawl. So I've got stuff. When we get fully reopened again, I got more ideas. You know, like the sign, you can walk around like they do Adventures by Disney. You can have a sign with a bread tour, and we can follow you around for all the bread. Oh, my gosh, you guys. <laughs> I'm an actor, and I'm always looking for work. I'll do it. I, That's I'll do right. Jesse uh, over here says, okay, now I'm starving. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. And Liliana, and now I'm hungry. Good, good. That's why we did this in the middle of the day for you folks. That's, That's right. right. All right, so we do have some uh, listener uh, or viewer comments here. Let me yeah. throw some up here. Um, Amy Huffman says, I like Geyser Point. It's my hidden gem. Love it there. Geyser and Point. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That, is that the new outdoor? That's over at Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, Wilderness Wilderness Lodge. Lodge. Mm -hmm. I've not dined there yet, but it is beautiful there. Beautiful there. Now, I will say during the summertime, it can get a little buggy out there. It's mm -hmm. right there sure. uh, on Bay Lake. But I'm telling you, wintertime, springtime, what a great place to go. It's all Perfect. over, so especially mm -hmm. during the pandemic, a nice place to get a burger, have a drink. Great, great idea. Now, Courtney says Topolino's, ter Topolino's Terrace for dinner is a wonderful dining experience. Now, we've not done that yet, have we, honey? We haven't done that yet. Not we haven't done, done that. Yet. That's Put definitely a higher, higher end. 
but I will say, I uh, if if you want to talk about dining at the top of the tower, uh, we do like Toledo's over at um, Coronado. Uh, Toledo's is amazing. If you've if you've ever had that's not open yet. I don't think it's not open right now. No. Uh, let's see here. We caught uh, Sanaa. We saw that one earlier, and. Um, Oh, here's one. Uh, this isn't open right now, but Michael says Yachtsman. It's one of my favorite yes. restaurants on property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we, my wife and I have done many an uh, anniversary there. We've celebrated friends' birthdays there. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's an awesome place. You know, and Raquel here mentions also uh, Topolino's, the sunset on the patio. Oh. I never thought of that. That's a great tip. That's, That's right. Tip. Where you can see... Florida's natural fireworks right now. That's that's the fireworks to see right now. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not joking with you. We've got yeah. great sunsets here in Florida <laughs> almost every night. So it, that's a great thing to do. That's beautiful. And Topolino, since they people have been mentioning that a few times, it's on the rooftop bar, a rooftop restaurant at the brand new Riviera Resort. Right. So the restaurant, after you're done eating, and there's even a bar, I forget the name of it, um, located right kind of connects to Topolino's, you can walk out and just kind of see everything. You can see all of Orlando and walk around out there and take a drink and just kind of hang out out there. It's beautiful. And there's a lot of old vintage pictures of Walt Disney on the wall. As yes. Well. Yeah. That's great. Well, guys, um, uh, this has been awesome. Oh, honey, your your dad is watching. Here he, he is. is watching. He is watching. So, so the he did your comments earlier. Uh, yep. Mr. Wonder, I can tell you, they have a great part of the bread service tour as well. They do. I believe they had this cheese butter that was incredible and a bacon butter at one point. Oh, my God. Guys, it's great. Bread tour. Yes. Let's do it. (laughs) Well, I want to say thank you to Jeff and Karen Stoner, co-owners of My Mickey Vacation Travel. Thanks, you guys, for being our travel experts today. Thank you, Cam. Thank you, Cam. And we did it. We did it. We've launched episode one of the all-new My Mickey podcast. Yay. Yes, we did it. We did it. We want to remind all of you, if you were just tuning in, uh, go ahead and subscribe in many different ways to the My Mickey podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts and Google. Just hit that subscribe button. And if you have some comments, we would love to hear what you're thinking, because we are going to grow this podcast along with all of you. You'll also have the experience to watch this on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And there's a brand new website for this podcast. Correct, Jeff? It is. Uh, we are at mymickeypodcast.com, and it actually not only will have this episode, but it will have a history of all of our episodes before we kind of went on hiatus. I love that. I love that. So, again, this is to support uh, My Mickey Vacation Travel. If you are planning your Disney vacation, it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. As you can tell from this discussion, there's a lot to know, and the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel, they know it. They visit the parks almost daily, and they keep up with the latest changes that Disney makes to keep their cast and crew and their guests safe. So when you're planning your next Disney vacation, contact the dream designers at mymickeyvacation.com or hit them up on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again to Jeff and Karen. My name is Cameron and we'll see you next time on the next My Mickey podcast. Until then, we will see you real soon, podcast members. (laughs) Bye. Bye everybody.